Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WTAW News Time is five minutes after six. It is 75 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news brought to you by RM Mullinix, trusted AC service since 1948. MullinixAC.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. College Station Mayor Carl Mooney compliments Tuesday's vote by the Brazos County Commission to spend $4 million to widen Greens Prairie Road between two sections that were widened by College Station. And it's smart move and kudos to the county for stepping forward. College Station will take over maintenance of the new roadway. And to have this little, I'll be kind, hiccup in between the two sections that are owned by the city and that are within the city, to have that not be of the same quality just doesn't make sense. Plus, it's creates a safety issue. Speaking on our show, Mooney says the legislature should change annexation laws that will make it easier to do future road projects outside city limits. A split Brazos County Commission decided on a proposed property tax rate reduction of one cent in next year's budget. Commissioner Russ Ford was one of two no votes wanting a lower rate. It's my belief that that 4835 is not really lowering the tax rate because of our appraisals going up. County Judge Dwayne Peters was part of the three to two majority. We had a fairly lively discussion and (laughs) went on for well over an hour. We felt like it was short-sighted to try to reduce that rate more. We got a lot of projects that were not happening over the last couple of years that are going to be moving forward on. Joining Peters were Irma Colley and Nancy Berry. Joining Ford was Steve Aldrich. Public hearings for next year's county budget and tax rate are scheduled for the morning of September 6th, which is the day after Labor Day. This January, Brazos County moves into the 10th Congressional District. The current Congressman, Michael McCall, spoke at the Bryan College Station Chamber of Commerce Economic Outlook Briefing Luncheon. Let me first say, um, oh, howdy. howdy. I like saying that, and I, mean, I like saying a lot more. McCall, whose wife is a Texas A&M graduate, and they have triplets who will be part of the Aggie class of 2024, relayed a recent introduction he received from A&M System Chancellor John Sharp. When talking about my wife, Linda, he says, you know, we finally have, uh, you know Sharp is, so we finally have a congressman who's sleeping with one of our lobbyists. <laughs> He's talking about my wife, Linda. <laughs> I hope that's not too racy, but yes, that's John Sharp. McCall says he has toured the Rellis campus several times, which he said should be the home of the federal government's future National Semiconductor Technology Center. 21 students at College Station ISD's College View High School have started a new program at the Texas A&M Hotel and Conference Center. CSISD's Secondary Education Director Tiffany Parkerson previewed the new internship program during this month's school board meeting that preceded a unanimous vote to approve an agreement with the hotel. I foresee that this will be the the first of many as we expand our internships and work-based learning both at College View and also at both comprehensive high schools moving forward. Students have started four weeks of classes. On September 15th, they will be begin their internships. WTAW news time is eight minutes after six. It is 75 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by RM Mullinix. More news at 630 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. It's 6-11. It's the Infomaniacs on a Thursday morning. Glad you're with us this morning. Thanks for being here. Here's the weather brought to you by United Roofing and Cheat Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. 
Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today. Partly sunny skies across the region today. Could see a shower or thunderstorm developing in the afternoon. High 90 to 95. Partly cloudy tonight. Low in the middle 70s. Mix of sun and clouds Friday with some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High in the lower to middle 90s. And more of the same on Saturday. Intervals of sunshine and clouds. Few showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High in the middle 90s again. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan. 1620-94.5 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, Texas A&M has scheduled a press conference for tomorrow morning regarding future enhancements at Kyle Field. I know that uh, Bill Oliver and Chelsea have been talking about that quite a bit. So uh, we're supposed to be meeting with folks tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about that as well as Coach Jimbo Fisher for Texas A&M football. Still not ready to name a starting quarterback yet. We'll hear from Jimbo in sports. So you guys been talking about that a lot, have you? I hadn't mentioned anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bill has. Okay. Ah, okay. So, um... I got a news release about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job. They convinced people that tickets in the end zone were good places to be. That that was a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Heaven help the, you if somebody's on the other side of the field. Well, but, right. Uh, but the end, uh, and you guys know, like, the three of us work during football games. Um... I figure we're the next ones to be impacted by that. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna take us. They're, off. Gonna, they're think, taking us off the fifty yard line. I guarantee you that. You think they're gonna move the press box? I guarantee you they're gonna do that. Okay. You betcha. Why in the world? Look, why in the world would they give all those seats oh. to a bunch of people who'd pay nothing for them? You know, we go well. We go to the Cowboy Stadium, and you know that that's that's you're right. in the yeah you're in the corner. That's but, the future. But the but gotcha. the Cowboys is not a college team it's not a college program where you have nothing but basically student seating on one side of the field i understand so and you're saying they're gonna you think they're gonna put suites I'll on say, the student well, section i'll yep. say this yep. we're scott we're already in the end zone yeah 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 it's the media who is right there right. in the middle yeah um no. and and that space yes i think they could utilize for yeah. suites yeah they uh yeah they're gonna they're gonna take that they don't care that there's students on that side you know they'll just give they'll just give the people that uh that pay for the suites some sort of a an elevator so they don't have to deal with the student riffraff and you know they'll get on yeah that's that's got to be part of it got to be because what we're not going to build another deck are we yeah well there there are already suites that are on that side uh but they're for the administration and their families they need people paying money yeah Yeah. so anyway this is what we're going to do this i'm going to give away uh, some cooper's old time fit barbecue your first hour listeners this morning all we want to know is why you're up at this time of the morning and maybe it's every (laughs) day maybe maybe it's just today but anyway we're going to give away before seven uh you you can register until seven. Slightly after seven is when we'll give them away. Yep. Right? Let us know why you're up, and please provide us with your first and last name if you'd like to win. Nine seven nine six nine five sixteen twenty. This may be a fun idea. It may be weird. I'm not exactly sure, but the newest dating trend apparently is to rent a U-Haul together and hang out in the back. People are doing it and posting videos on what? TikTok because what? that's what TikTok is for. That's so. What do weird. you do? Well, uh, that's what, right. Is it weird or is it fun? They usually get dinner. Uh, they and eat bring it in the into back, the U-Haul. Okay. Right. Uh, they put maybe an inflatable mattress in there to uh, you know hang out and you know. There Why you not are. just do this at someone's home? Well, it's the novelty. Yeah. It's the it's the idea of doing. It's supposed to be fun. Funny. Because if you think about it, okay. So let's say that that date. I mean, talk about the pressure of getting your place fixed up for that person to come over. You know what I mean? Do you have to clean it up extra? 
Uh, now, this is for dates or for friends? Uh, it's no, the first it, date. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't catch mm -hmm. that part. People like it because it is kind of weird. Or unique, right. And it's right. also kind of cheap, really. Was, yeah, and I was going to say good icebreaker because you're automatically, you've got something to talk about. Yep. The base rate for a U-Haul is $19.95 a day plus mileage and gas. So okay. you don't really have to own your own car. I mean, oh, yeah. think about it from that standpoint. <laughs> That's the other thing. If you're going to pick them up, because you, know, you pick them up in the U-Haul. Yes, exactly. Most people opt for the big box truck. Okay. But a couple uh, in New York just went viral after renting a U-Haul pickup, and their it was their one-year anniversary. They bought a bunch of snacks, and they took it to a drive-in movie. Okay, uh, so this was a couple. That one was, yeah. yeah. So some guy in Fresno, California may have started the trend when he took his girlfriend out on a pandemic date way back in August of 2020. If you rented a U-Haul for your anniversary, you know, put a mattress in there, decorated with candles, open the back door, you got dinner right there at the lake. How's that? Huh? Okay. How I much mean, do U-Hauls cost to rent? Well, Any idea? It said that the, the base rate is nineteen ninety-five a day, plus gas okay. and mileage. So there you are. I think it's fun. It's different. It's, I think. And, and going back to with a couple, maybe yeah. not a first date, it's a way to kind of spice things up. That is, sure. We got a lot of info. A first date, like a guy picking me up in a U-Haul trailer truck who I don't know, yeah. it kind of just screams kidnap. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, going cross country. But yeah. if I were like dating someone or my husband was like, yeah. hey, this is a fun date yeah. night. There you go. Going to the lake right there. You get a cool mural on the side. Yeah. <laughs> It is 619, the Infomaniacs on a uh, Tuesday, uh, excuse me, Thursday. We're in the WC Tractor Studio. Your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. It's four months till Christmas. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Let that sink in. Really hits you. That's it. Four. And so let's see. So if you get paid twice a month, so you got October, November, and one in December. So you're five paychecks till then. All right, mm. Just letting you know. All right. In the meantime, it's banana split day. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of work. It is. Let other people do it for you probably. Because if not, you're going to leave the kitchen an absolute wreck. And uh, then there's uh, secondhand wardrobe day. That can be a thing. Secondhand stores, we've talked about that. They really, I, I guess, kind of come into style. Even people that aren't low income will go to secondhand stores. Not sure they're, they're the bargain that they used to be. But, you know, if it's good quality and it lasts, mm -hmm. that's okay. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. And it's a uh, whiskey sour day. So, oh, okay. yeah, once again, good. a little bit of trouble to make. Maybe somebody can do that for you. Let's do some birthdays. Birthdays for today. Yafi Lu, I think I'm pronouncing the first name right. It's turning 35. 35. She's the star of the live-action Mulan movie. Oh, okay. Uh, other yep. than that, I don't really know what else she's I think that in, was kind of her big break. That yeah. was her big thing. Yeah, but so. she's turning 35. Mm -hmm. Blake Lively is oh. 35 today as well. Oh, nice. Of course, Gossip Girl star. Yeah. She is married to Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Uh, but uh, she is turning 35, and I, I know that she and, and Ryan are kind of the, the lovable couple, and they oh, make yeah. fun of each other on social media all the time, yep. and everybody loves to follow them, but she's turning 35. Rachel Bilson is turning 41, Summer on the OC, and mm -hmm. Dr. Zoe Hart on Heart of Dixie, yep. but she's 41. Kel Mitchell is 44 today. Oh, wow. Double G on Nickelodeon's Game Shakers also starred on all that. Keenan and Kel and Good Burger. Yeah. Um, you know, he left show business. I believe he became a pastor for oh, a little while. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, he had come back and did something with um, with Keenan Thompson uh, here recently. Mm -hmm. But anyways, he's turning 44. Alexander Skarsgård turning 46 today. 
Tarzan. Uh, he was also one of the True Blood vampires, uh, one of the stars of the show. Uh, of course, he is in the Skarsgård family. They're a pretty famous uh, acting family, but Alexander's turning 46 today. Marvin Harrison is turning 50 today. NFL superstar, Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning. And do not be late on rent. There was a video. There was a video. Uh, apparently, Marvin Harrison owns some rental property, and uh, someone had not paid, and oh. so Marvin showed up with a baseball bat. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, you you do not want to cross Marvin Harrison, but he's fifty today. Jody Messina turning fifty-two. Jody came out with some bangers back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. In the 90s. Yeah, there was some uh, pretty good hits from her. But, yeah, that so one. So this song kind of brings up a, a point. Maybe we can talk about it later. But there's a new song out by a male country artist who kind of uses the uh, like her lyrics as a point. Like, he he's a 90s country fan. That's kind of the point of his song. Yeah. But I feel like there's a kind of a trend right now going on with newer musicians who are just recycling old lyrics like they're not doing covers but they're recycling old lyrics and as catchy as they are i'm like is that is that really a new song well, well we may pull that audio up later in the show yeah and you can do a comparison for it okay yeah. we'll yeah. do yeah. we'll do because i know yeah. we've got more birthdays to get to sure. and i kind of understand what you're saying but there's like a lot of folks that will use say like george Strait song titles in their songs yes. i know there's some texas country that's, artists yes, that do that's that. another one right now um, that's going on but i mean i think it's kind of paying homage to the original artist Artist. I it don't is, know yeah. if that's necessarily ripping it off. Uh, you might could question the originality of it all. That's what I mean. Yeah, not necessarily ripping it off because they are they are paying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, just that 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 song brings that up because that's the one that's being used right now. Yeah, Jody's turning fifty two today. Robert Horry is turning fifty two as well. Retired NBA uh, player. Of course, mm-hmm. he played on seven championship teams: uh, two with the Houston Rockets, three with the Lakers, two with the San Antonio Spurs, and his son Cameron. Used to play for Texas A&M. Right. Uh, but anyways, oh, cool. Robert Horry is turning 52. Rachel Ray is turning 54 today. I'm oh, wow. Yeah. Got that oh. real raspy voice. Uh, but yeah, she's a celebrity chef. She's 54. Billy Ray Cyrus talking about 90s country. Oh, yeah. 61. Let's hear it. My Of course, even more than that in his mullet, he is known for siring Miley Cyrus. Uh, But uh, yeah, Billy Ray and his mullet are turning 61 today. So happy birthday to him. Uh, Tim Burton is 64 today. He's kind of that weird director, works with Johnny Depp a lot. Uh, Beetlejuice was one of his uh, movies. Edward Scissorhands, Michael Keaton's Batman and the Dumbo remake. What, Nightmare Before Christmas, right? He's done a lot of stuff, but he's turning 64. Elvis Costello is turning 68. She may be the beauty of the beast. Maybe the that was uh, on the soundtrack for Notting Hill. If you remember that one with uh, Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Uh, but Elvis Costello is turning 68. Veronica, every day I write the book, but he is 68 years of age. Gene Simmons and his tongue are 73. <laughs> uh, the man from Kiss, of course, Gene Sim- Simmons' uh, Family Jewels. That was a show that he was on. Uh, John Savage is 73 as well. So, such uplifting movies as The Deer Hunter, The Onion Field, The Godfather Part Three, Inside Moves, Do the Right Thing. Raleigh Fingers is 76 today. Mm-hmm. Great pitcher. Uh, played for the course for the Oakland A's. That was a big deal back in the 70s. Uh, you know, he had the crazy mustache, uh, the curly mustache, but 76. Mm. Speaking of mustaches, Tom Skerritt's turning 89 today. He's Goodness. got a great mustache. Wow. 
uh, Dallas in the original Alien. Of course, he was Maverick's chief flight instructor in Top Gun. I was a little disappointed that he was not in the new movie. And mm. I don't know if it was oh. because I don't I don't think it was a deal where they just didn't ask him. I think he I don't know either turned it down or he didn't want to do it. I mean he's eighty nine okay. years of age. Yeah. He doesn't sure. want to act anymore. But they had to fit a lot into that. They did. Uh, but he is turning eighty nine years of age today. Normally don't do deaths unless they're biggies. Sean Connery was born on this date in nineteen thirty. Of course wow. he passed away in twenty twenty. And Regis Philbin was born on this date in nineteen thirty one. He passed away in twenty twenty as well. There you go. WTAW news time is 631. It is 73 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. Brought to you by Mar Eye Center. Stop by and meet the newest member of the team, Dr. Kyle Kirkland. Fellowship trained in cornea and refractive surgery. Mar Eye Center on University Drive East and College Station. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Brian Fire investigators believe unattended cooking was part of the reason for a downtown business fire. Investigators also discovered the stovetop did not have a standard fire suppression system. The family that owns the Texas meat market on North Texas issued a statement that they will operate out of their parking lot starting tomorrow morning. A GoFundMe account will be established to benefit affected employees. There were no casualties from the Tuesday afternoon fire. Bryan police executing a search warrant at a home off Highway 21 west of the sheriff's office resulted in finding 50 pounds of marijuana, more than 12 pounds of cocaine, and one ounce of ecstasy. The arrest report also stated officers seized two vehicles and an undisclosed amount of money. Two occupants were arrested, 39-year-old Salvador Barrios Jr., who was booked in the Brazos County Jail for the 31st time in 22 years, is held on bonds totaling $800,000. In bonds for 28-year-old Esther Cardona, who was on probation at the time of her arrest, for a misdemeanor assault causing bodily injury totals $250,000. Brazos County Commissioners voted 3-2 to two this week to set the proposed tax rate for next year's budget. County Judge Dwayne Peters, who was part of the majority decision to decrease the rate one cent, said this will help the county get caught up with projects that were not done during the pandemic. And in my opinion, we're not going to be able to do them if we don't have money. Commissioner Steve Aldrich was un unsuccessful in getting a lower rate. It asks the taxpayers of Brazos County to pay $7 million more than what's required to execute this budget. After the vote, Commissioner Irma Colley, who voted for the one cent reduction, attempted to respond to Aldrich. I just want to make sure you understand. Well, the, that vote's, in been, my the role, vote's been taken. It's lower. It's okay. three. Okay, since, so you've opened, next, since you've opened the next, question, the, the next item we I need to be led to addressing the. the dates for but it doesn't look like I'm going to get a chance. Uh, Public hearings for next year's county's tax rate and budget were set for the morning of the Tuesday after Labor Day. This week's vote by Brazos County Commissioners to spend $4 million to widen a portion of Greens Prairie Road between two sections improved by the city of College Station was welcomed by Mayor Carl Mooney. Speaking on our show, Mooney said an obstacle delaying that project was current state annexation laws. It was not truly intended for towns the size of Bryan or College Station to be able to move into unincorporated areas and to annex those. Mooney says this will remain an issue as development continues outside the College Station city limits. Go down Welburn Road, go down any of the side streets, some of the old railroad tracks areas that are now roads, right. and you see all these new neighborhoods popping up. Those roads were not designed for the kind of traffic that they're getting today, and some of them have some nasty turns all of a sudden. Sure. The interlocal agreement between the county and city means College Station will take over maintenance of the new roadway. Recent federal legislation to produce more computer chips in the United States 
states will involve the Texas A&M system. Congressman Michael McCall told those attending the BCS Chamber Economic Outlook Briefing that an A&M extension will go near Samsung's $250 billion expansion to provide engineers. And it's not just Samsung, it's Intel. It's Micron. Micron's looking at a $250 billion expansion as well, and it's between Texas and New York. And I think it's going to be Texas. I mean, we'll find out in a week. The computer chip legislation also authorizes construction of a future national semiconductor technology center. What better place to house that than the Rellis campus, right? And so from a county standpoint, think about the economic ripple effect that all this is going to have on Brazos County and Bryan College Station. McCall's wife is an A&M graduate, and they have triplets who are part of the Aggie class of 2024, and his father-in-law is the namesake of the Mays Business School. A new internship program is underway at College Station ISD's College View High School. A preview was given at this month's CSISD board meeting before a unanimous vote to approve an agreement with the Texas A&M Hotel and Conference Center. It is uh, an exciting partnership. We've worked very closely with Greg Stafford, who is the general manager there as well as Lauren Pierce, their director of human resources, to make sure that we are choosing internship experiences that are developmentally appropriate and safe for our students. CSISD Secondary Education Director Tiffany Parkerson says 21 students are enrolled. They are slated to begin working on site through their internship rotations at the conference center on September 15th. So they'll have about four weeks of classroom instruction before we send them out to their work-based learning opportunity. The hotel and resort management program is one of the options in College View Career and Industry Academy. WTAW News Time is 6:36. It is 73 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Mar Eye Center. More news at the top of the hour or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. Good morning, 6:39. The Infomaniacs. We're glad you're with us on this Thursday morning. Here's our weather, sponsored by Shipwreck Grill, proudly serving the Brazos Valley. Some of the best seafood, delicious burgers, great cocktails, and a fun, relaxed atmosphere. Stop by and see Wade, Mary, and the crew. They're open seven days a week. Get shipwrecked. Partly sunny skies today. A chance for an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. High in the lower to middle 90s. Partly cloudy tonight. Low in the middle 70s. Mix of sun and clouds on Friday with some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High 90 to 95. And intervals of sun and clouds on Saturday. Again, some showers and thunderstorms may develop during the afternoon hours. High should reach the middle 90s. A meteorologist, Scott Kaplan, 1620-945, WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking Texas A&M football. Also going to hear from U.S. Amateur Champion and Aggie men's golfer Sam Bennett. Pretty cool story with Sam after winning the U.S. Amateur. He'll talk about his dad, Mark, who passed away this last year. Uh, We'll hear from him in sports. As well, some bad news for a College Station High star football player, Marquise Collins, out for the year with an injury. All that and more in sports. So I guess uh, Sam just kind of becomes one of these 63,000 students now, huh? Is he, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know? he was talking about going back to class yep. and how things are back to normal for him, uh, which I don't know if they'll ever go back to the way they were before. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So he got there. Uh, he pref- uh, prefaced uh, Jimbo yesterday, preceded Jimbo yesterday at the press conference. And so we got to talk with him a little bit and he brought the trophy, which looked really cool. <laughs> so, uh, and it's pretty neat to see his name there next to Tiger Woods and Arnold Palmer. So uh, yeah, it was fun to, fun to talk to him. Well, that's uh, and the deal is, I mean, if you don't know who he is, 
then it does. He doesn't look like an athlete. He just looks like somebody who's in, you know, who's height, weight, proportionate, and in shape. <laughs> as opposed yeah. to, he's a, not walking around at six six. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like football yeah. player and basketball yes. player. Right. Those kind of athletes you generally would be able to recognize. Typically. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, he's not an imposing physical figure. Right. You can usually tell some of the volleyball players too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Right. So if he wanted to scruff out for like two weeks, and he could just scruff look like somebody, out. you know. Yeah. That being said, Sam was a pretty good multi-sport athlete in Madisonville. I'm just saying. So uh, Joe Biden, he's the president. It was in all the papers, if you didn't know. Um, he, you know, signed this student loan forgiveness bill. Um, yeah, there's been some discussion over whether or not he actually can do this. Okay. Oh. That this may be something that Congress has to do. I mean, because there was a law that put it in place, and you can't, as president, just kind of go, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. That's the kind of thing that ends up in the Supreme Court. That's right. the reason the court exists, for that very reason, so that uh, we can figure out exactly whether that's constitutional or not. So how can the they... plan benefits 43 million borrowers, including 20 million who will have their debt wiped out completely. Everyone else gets another pause on payments until December, and then your monthly payments will also be capped at 5% of your discretionary income. But Congressman Chris Pappas said, I've supported expanding Pell Grants, Affordable Community College, and loan forgiveness for those entering vital professions like nursing. But this announcement by President Biden is no way to make policy and sidesteps Congress. Yep, it sidesteps Congress. You really mm. cannot do that. Interesting. So okay. what happens now? Does Congress bring this in front of, I mean, do they bring this up no. in front of the floor? Or what? No, th well, this is a Republican probably who said this. So, I mean, it's a question, but the Democrats run the House right now. They're certainly not going to bring it up to challenge their own president. Right. So what happens is, I mean, you continue the, the behavior that, uh, that he has said, but at some point someone may challenge that. Then it does have to go through the legal system. And again, this may be two years down the road. We may be talking about that then. But I think it is a, it's a viable discussion as to whether or not any president can just take a law and go, well, I don't mm -hmm. you know, Congress enacted something. I don't like it. I'm just going to say no. And that's, again, that's the reason we have the Supreme Court. Well, it okay. certainly happened on both sides. And another big question with all this, too, is who's going to be paying for it, right? <laughs> You're talking about, what, billions, possibly trillions of dollars that are somehow going to, so, to just disappear, disappear from people's ledger. So uh, Peter Ducey, of course, he is a, uh, a reporter over at Fox News. Mm -hmm. He was pressing uh, the press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, yesterday about this. So here's a little bit of their exchange. Who is paying for this? What we are saying is the, the work that this administration has done, the work that the Democrats in Congress has done, is actually there. And you see that the $1.7 trillion uh, deficit, in deficit uh, deduction that you see is, is going to benefit us in being able to do something for the middle class, to do something just, for the middle class. This is about doing something for people who make less than $125,000. $1.7 trillion. That's what we've been able to do. So, but Excuse me, that wasn't my question. They, they continue <laughs> to go on, and it goes for about two and a half minutes, oh, the wow. entire exchange, and he follows up again, but who is paying for this? And again, 
she skirts around the yeah, question. Yeah, of course. Uh, which I get it. That's part of her job, sure honestly, it is. right? Yeah. Uh, but you're supposed to do it in a way that people can't necessarily pick up on it. Uh, and she she did not but do that you, yesterday. But yeah, but when you can't answer the question, then Correct. yeah. And and I th- <sighs> it's going to be obvious no matter how good you are. On some on some levels, I think people who have right it, it's how it affects you correctly uh, correct so if if you're getting this break if you're getting ten thousand dollars knocked off of what you're you ecstatic. own you're ecstatic you're happy yeah you're excited obviously if you've paid your loans and you're thinking well where the heck was my help you're gonna gripe and complain about that but at the end of the day it says how, who is going to be affected what where is this money going to be coming from and I, I honestly believe that we're all going to end up paying for this eventually. And what are you going to do in the future now? I mean, kids are still taking out loans to go to school. Are you going to give, the, you know, every 10 years roll this out where somebody gets mm-hmm. a $10,000 deduction in their, in their loan, uh, how much they owe? Or how, how is this going to work for the future? Or, or is eventually college going to become free like some people want it to be? And guess what? If you're a college of any size, you go, you know what? I got a $10,000 cushion now. I can raise my tuition right. $10,000. Right. That's because interesting. The, and yeah. the which isn't helping, money. right, which isn't ultimately helping the student. Not because, at all. Not at all. Yeah. So that's, hmm. and again, that, that may be where we end up with this. Okay. So let's take it from there and bring it all the way down to school boards. More than two-thirds of the 30 candidates that uh, Ron DeSantis endorsed in Florida for Florida school board elections won their races on Tuesday. 21 won, won, uh, won their races outright. Uh, four are headed for runoffs. Five lost. So the idea is this is something that the Republicans have pushed hard on. Um, I mean, critical race theory was something that we have heard about, mm-hmm. which really is not discussed in many, many school districts. But, you know, there's the warning flag that the, sure. the, the GOP is waving, saying, hey, look, you need to watch for this. But the whole idea is, I mean, and it does make sense. The closer you are to that elected official, the more you as a voter feel like you have power. Right. You can complain to your congressman, but good luck with that. Right. 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 When it's somebody who actually lives in your community and it's, you know, your your kids go to the school that they're representing. And they live down the street from you. Right. Right. So you could personally know these people. And that empowers you as a voter, which is a good thing. Yeah. And we've talked and I've discussed and joked about the fact that school board elections look like junior varsity basketball scores. And it shouldn't because that's a big chunk of money that they control. Right. And so it's a kind of an interesting situation. Well, I think you could say this. I mean, you really could talk about local government as a whole. Right. I mean, voting. Uh, and everything that's going to affect you directly, mm-hmm. and we kind of you know mentioned that being close to whoever's representing you. Well, I mean, you've got mayoral elections, you've got city council elections. That's going to affect more of your day to day life, I think, than what's going on at the federal level. Oh uh, well, I don't know if it does. Ne- it, it does more often. I don't know if it's more over, but overriding day to day because from the tax standpoint. But again. Look at your property taxes. Look how much you pay in school taxes. I mean, it is the biggest amount. There is no doubt about mm. that. And uh, what kind of say do you have in it? So it's kind of interesting that they decided to take that slant. And then uh, real quick, obviously, the Uvalde School District took their action. And we may discuss this later in the week or we may discuss it next week. 
Should that whole thing in Uvalde be part of the governor's race? Should that be part of mm. the governor's race, that the school safety situation? Because Beto O'Rourke is trying to do that, right, and I'm right. not sure if that's necessarily viable or not, but sure. uh, we'll see. In the meantime, we're giving away some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue here in just a little while. What we want to know from you is, why are you up at this time of the morning? Yeah, let us know with your first and last name if you want to win some Q, 979-695-1620. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor. Your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Coleman and Patterson. Get true market value for your farm and ranch, heavy machinery, trailers, and more. Contact ColemanandPatterson.com about their next live and online simulcast auction at 654. Texas A&M has scheduled a press conference for tomorrow morning regarding future enhancements at Kyle Field. Now scheduled to speak are Chancellor John Sharp, President Catherine Banks, Aggie Athletics Director Ross Bjork, and football coach Jimbo Fisher, among others. Now speaking of Coach Fisher, he met with the media yesterday to give an update on fall camp. And right off the bat, he was asked the question that's on everyone's mind. Jimbo, have you uh, decided who your starting quarterback is? No. And uh, have you, well, let me put it in. You don't know, or you're just not saying? I haven't, I haven't told you who my starting quarterback is. When do you intend to make a decision? Have you decided that? When I'm ready. <laughs> no. I know we have a good idea what we're going on, how it's going on. We watch practice every day, and we'll announce it when we're ready. So no word yet on if it'll be Haynes King, Max Johnson, or Connor Wigman getting the start for September 3rd season opener against Sam Houston State. Now to hear more from Jimbo, head over to WTAW.com. Also visiting with the media yesterday was Aggie men's golfer and U.S. amateur champion Sam Bennett. Now, Bennett says his journey to hoisting the coveted Havemeyer Trophy began with his father, Mark, who passed away last year. When I was little, he would always tell me, uh, you need to sign up for the U.S. Junior Amateur Qualifier. You need to sign up for the U.S. Amateur Qualifier. And that was that was big for him. But, uh, yeah, he'd think, I don't even know what he would, you know, think or whatever. He would just be, you know, happy that I was, you know, respecting the game and, you know, doing the right, you know, the things right. But, um, yeah, all of these accomplishments, he would, he would obviously think they were cool. And, you know, that's what sometimes tough, is tough a little bit because I'll, I'll win and do this. I'm like, dang, I wish he would have he saw. Bennett, a fifth-year senior from Madisonville, is one of the top-ranked amateurs in the country. He and the guys are set to tee off the fall season on September 11th at the Badger Invitational in Wisconsin. In some high school football news, College Station star running back Marquise Collins says he will miss the entire 2022 season due to injury. The Duke commit was one of the most productive runners in the state last year, rushing for over 2,800 yards and 39 touchdowns while leading the Cougars to the 5A Division I title game. Collins' announcement comes three days before the team's season opener against Lucas Lovejoy. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys are expected to be without left tackle Tyron Smith for some time after the eight-time Pro Bowler suffered a torn hamstring in practice yesterday. Smith is widely considered to be one of the best offensive linemen in the league, but has been hampered by injury this last several, se- last several seasons. He is set to undergo further testing today. Both the Astros and the Rangers picked up wins yesterday. Jose Altuve and Trey Mancini homered as Houston edged Minnesota 5-3. The Strohs will host the Twins again tonight at 7 o'clock. Broadcast is on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Meanwhile, Texas bashed Colorado 16-4. Nathaniel Lowe continued his hot streak at the plate, collecting three hits and five RBIs, including a three-run dinger and a triple. And Team Texas continued to get it done at the Little League World Series last night, downing Team Pennsylvania 8-4. 
The boys from Pearland advance to the Final Four to take on the team from Davenport, Iowa this evening. First pitch is at 6 o'clock on ESPN. And that's been your morning sports update brought to you by Coleman and Patterson on 1620, 94.5 WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. Probably going to be in the uh, lower to mid-90s for the rest of the week, into the weekend, and starting next week. And chance of showers anywhere from 20 to 40%. We'll see. 73 right now. WTAW, College Station, Brian. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.